you know, age is a number. It's a matter of number of candles on your birthday cake, mm-hmm. so to speak. But, but when one is facing um, just a challenge, whatever that challenge is, it impacts the whole, the, the whole network of mm-hmm. individuals in your life. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, and this is the Serving Senior Podcast. Now, this is the podcast where we highlight those individuals and businesses that help seniors not just get by, not just survive, but thrive in retirement. And we have another one of those special guests today. We have Miss Erin Keo Rankin. She is a client care manager for Arosa. Uh, and she helps seniors navigate those difficult situations along with their professionals and family. So you're in for a real treat. And Aaron, thank you for being here. Hey, Matt. Hi. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Yes, ma'am. And thank you for working us in. I'm a, just so you know, to make our time, Aaron was going 95 on the interstate to find a spot where she can pull over. So she's, uh, <laughs> she risked life and limb just to be here with us. So Aaron, thank you for working us in. Don't you rat on me. Don't you rat on me. It was actually 80, but that's okay. Okay, that's all right. right. That's all right. We're all on the same page. We're all on the same page. Well, uh, Aaron, I know. know Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it was definitely 95. But um, moving right along, Aaron, I know that uh, a lot of people listening to this will know you and your background, but some won't. So I'd love to hear, you know, how you got into the senior industry, but maybe before that, where you're from, what you've done in the past, and how you developed your passion for this business. Sure, absolutely. I am a native Nashvilleian. Um, nice. I finally Nashville, found Tennessee. you. You're the, you're the yeah. one. Huh? I, I am the one. I'm the unicorn, right? Okay. Uh, native Nashvilleian. Uh, grew up here in Nashville, in the Nashville area, and um, spent 10 years of my adult life in Chicago. Okay. where I finished my undergrad at Loyola in Chicago oh, in organizational sweet. interpersonal communication. I returned to the Nashville area and actually just fell into the healthcare uh, industry and business development. And uh, I grew up with healthcare as far as I have family members that have been in healthcare. And my grandfather was the fire chief of Nashville for many years when oh. I was growing up. So very familiar and, and uh, comfortable. There was always at the holiday time, an empty seat at the table because a loved one was out servicing the community. And so always had a passion and a a service-minded servant's heart. And um, so it's just been a real honor to stay in the healthcare, but from a business development standpoint. And then uh, that experience led me just really, I felt called to go into grad school, go to uh, grad school in mental health counseling. And um, after that, I practiced for a few years uh, with Family Children's Service. Then a former client of mine in the healthcare industry and the senior living industry, because when I was in hospice, uh, senior living communities, they were one of the key resources, so to speak. So the gentleman reached out and said, hey, would you mind coming back into business development and helping helping us out here? So I did, and then fast forward, um, Arosa called. Um, this was right um, during COVID situation, and Arosa was actually developing an integrated care management model. And um, so I said, yes, I would love to come on board with you all and work with you. So my initial role with Arosa, I served as a, 
a consultant, a care consultant, i.e. business development. And then soon thereafter, I'm like, I really want to be able to utilize my clinical skills as well. And so with that, I transitioned over to a care management role. Okay, nice. Maybe give some perspective behind what does, uh, if someone's trying to figure out, what is care management? If yeah. Break, broke it down it, to it, a layman's terms. Sure. Uh, and I would imagine a lot of your listeners, your viewers, everyone's familiar with you know, being in a hospital or visiting a loved one in the hospital and prior to discharge, return home, wherever home is, um, you had an assigned case manager, an individual mm -hmm. that would help um, coordinate the discharge plans and all. So that's a case manager within the walls of a hospital and outside the walls of the hospital, that's what a care manager is. That's who, who we are. We help ensure uh, that our clients, we try to prevent them from going back to the ER unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. And uh, navigating and coordinating um, hospital or medical appointments, um, serving as healthcare power of attorney if it's deemed necessary and appropriate. So that's what a care manager does, and, and we, we specialize in working with seniors and adults with special needs. Okay, nice. That makes sense. Kind of making sure the left hand's talking to the right hand, which we all assume that they are, but we've heard the horror stories, and I'm sure you could explain quite a few situations where they're not always Yeah, talking. well, and not only that, Matt, but we also, you know, there are a lot of family dynamics. Not everyone is on the same page as the client, him or herself, and well-meaning um, loved ones, sometimes they uh, interfere with mom or dad's plan of care. And so it's good just to have somebody that's a third party come in and help uh, mediate conversations and uh, advocate for the client, advocate for mom and dad. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I've, I've seen you in action on stage speaking, so I know I, I can I know some of your superpowers and your talents, but. Um, I'd love for you to to share, you know, maybe personally what you feel are some of your superpowers, which will allow you to serve these clients at a high level, but also allows you to really hone in on this senior demographic that we're talking about. Wow. Well, I appreciate the kudos, but let me just say, you know, I, I, I'm a very faith-filled individual, so I know who my superpower is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But um, that being said, um, as I said, I, I grew up in healthcare. I have family members um, in healthcare, so I was very familiar with, um, with as far as servicing the needs of our community and our fellow brethren. But for me personally as well, um, my dad fell ill with heart disease when I was in my early 20s, and um, doctor gave him a year to live, and daddy lived 10 months. And at that time, you know, hospice wasn't even in uh, the realm of possibility because back in the 80s, hospice was reserved mainly for cancer patients. And um, so that was my first experience with, wow, healthcare as a whole, um, interacting with um, physicians, with surgeons, uh, discussion of life and death and terminal illness. So I learned really, really quickly to rely on professionals that knew what they were doing and then also relying on myself and the fact that become educated and um, learn the ropes, so to speak. And with that, I 
personally sought out some professional counseling for myself because I recognized that this individual that had been in my life for 20 plus years was not going to be with me very much longer. So I needed to learn how to uh, address that as a daughter, but also as a, an adult, a young lady. How can I live the rest of my life without this significant person in my life? Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to do it the healthy way, so I reached out to uh, and had a healthcare, um, a mental health therapist walk me through that. And so I think, Matt, really that planted the seed, not even thinking many, many years later, decades later, that I too would um, heed that call and be able to pay it forward to others in need. So. That's a great, yeah, that's a great perspective and, you know, those those clients and patients that you deal with, I'm sure they feel that you've been there, that empathy that you've been there, you know where they're coming from really comes across. So I'm sure that's important to them. Well, I appreciate that. But, you know, everyone's journey is uniquely their own. Mm -hmm. And so I would never, ever pretend, um, you know, and say, I know exactly how you feel. All I can share is, you know, my own experience and, and, if they're willing to let me walk alongside them along their journey um, through as they age, as they experience various losses, whether it be loss of a job, and we're talking seniors now. Um, oftentimes our our clientele, they are, you know, 50 plus. Right. And uh, so individuals that have learned, uh, you know, experiencing the loss of a job, the loss of financial security, loss of purpose, let's say they're retired. So they still, you know, have, you have this desire, you have this vision of what retirement is going to look like. And sometimes it doesn't always look like the way that we envision. Sometimes it could be a lot better, but there are times more often than not, unfortunately, where it's a little bumpier than we had anticipated. So that's mm -hmm. the beauty of having a care manager, a professional, some individuals that walk alongside you and kind of you know, lighten the load, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We've all, we've all been there every situation in life, but man, I wish, I wish I had somebody with me or I wish I had somebody to help, or I wish I had somebody understood where I was coming from. And that's uh, especially in this time of their life, if they're a senior, they're having challenges to have someone like you um, is probably priceless. Yeah. But you know, Matt, it's not only the client, him or herself, it's also, you know, their their adult children, the mm -hmm. grandchildren, because, you know, age is a number. It's a matter of number of candles on your birthday cake, mm -hmm. so to speak. But, but when one is facing um, just a challenge, whatever that challenge is, it impacts the whole, the, the whole network of mm -hmm. individuals in your life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So with Arosa, I mean that's that's our role. We just help elevate the care that they these individuals deserve and they have earned, and so we want to be a part of that. Okay, sounds good. Well, maybe um, maybe share a little bit more about how you help the the patient, the families, but also too even you could highlight on uh, maybe some ways that you like to get out and help in the community as well. Yeah. Well, with out in the community, you know, of course, it's all about resources. It's all about, um, you know, who who does what, you know, the specialty areas. Let's say, for instance, um, you know, there's a elder law attorney that we partner with. 
an individual, a client, they may not yet have their estate in place, their will in place. So we help navigate that conversation and help ensure plans are, are in place so there are no surprises. Um, even from a healthcare standpoint, their living will. Um, now we with Arosa, we do not um, partake in any of their financial. We do not serve as financial power of attorney. There is a clear delineation okay. between the healthcare power of attorney and financial power of attorney. So what we would do, if I knew that there was a, not a financial power of attorney in place, then of course I would direct them to a financial planner and advisor who can assist and serve in that role. We find that oftentimes with um, we have referrals from who are individuals that are trustees as far as like banks and all that are serving as the trustees and trustees reach out to us because they have a client whose loved one is no longer alive. I'm thinking specifically mad about it. Um, you know, we have special needs clients or clients that are special needs adults. So they need a healthcare advocate, somebody to be their conservator. So we serve in that role. Mm -hmm. We as a ROSA, so not myself as an individual, Aaron Keo Rankin, um, but a ROSA as a whole. So we okay. serve in that capacity. Gotcha. So, nice. Yeah. And it and it is one. It's it's great to advocate, to be able to um, advocate for our clients. I can share with you that I've I've had a, a special needs adult whose both parents, mom had since passed, dad diagnosed with Alzheimer's, was in a community. Unfortunately, he has since passed as well. But um, you know, my client went to the emergency room and I met the client at the ER and the doctor was, you know, saying he's safe to be discharged back to his residence. And I said, doctor, with all due respect, no, my client is not safe. And he has a history of this, this, and this. And um, I really believe that he needs an admission, a psych eval and hospitalization, and wherein I can plan for a group home setting. Wow. And that's eventually what happened. However, I guess the doctor thought that I would just like, eh, you know, I'll leave and come back and, you know, four hours later, well, it was eight hours later, and I stayed until I, you know, I saw my client being discharged from the ER holding room to the uh, transportation to head to um, a hospital in Memphis. Mm -hmm. So you do what you have to do for your client. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wow. That's a great story. That's that's why I made the joke about you driving ninety five because I know you would you wouldn't do that, and you're so responsible and and such a uh, on top of things person that that was that was my version of a joke because that's something that you wouldn't do because you take such good care of people and the public and the people around you. So that's a great story, yeah. and thank you for sharing well, that example. Yeah, of course, it's, it's and I appreciate that. But you know, it's a team effort. Um, with Arosa, we, you know, my colleagues, nurses, social workers, counselors, um, physical therapists, what have you. And then on the flip side with Arosa, Matt, we have the non-medical piece, the caregivers. Mm -hmm. So it really is a a, um, a a team approach that we mm -hmm. we approach with our clients. So. When in doubt, I check it out, and we rely on each other. We confer with one another. Okay. Am I missing something? What 
could I have done differently or is there something I'm missing and I need to pursue X, Y, and Z a little further with, mm -hmm. you know, this position or what have you. Yeah. So, so okay. I appreciate the kudos, but it's, it's, it's a team effort. Mm, that's great. Well, may, maybe could you share another example of where you got into a situation, things weren't going very well with well, a patient or client and you and your team were able to help improve their situation? Well, um, I could say that I'm thinking of my this this particular client that I was just referencing, and um, when his dad was still living, um, my client made the comment he hadn't seen his dad in in months. And keep in mind, my client is a special needs, so intellectually he wasn't you know 100 percent, but yet cognizant enough to to know that he was missing his dad. And so I conferred with my colleague, who also was um, responsible for my client's father. And so we coordinated a FaceTime visit with one another um, because it, it wasn't going to be conducive for either her client nor my client for them to be in the same space just because of circumstances emotionally where they were, they both were cognitively. Um, but FaceTime, well, and not only that, Matt, they were, you know, an hour and a half distance from one another. Um, so we made it work with FaceTime, and it was just a beautiful exchange to know that you had two individuals, two grown men, who at one point in their lives um, were very connected, but due to life and a cognitive dissonance, I mean, they could recognize one another and have their own unique way of communicating with one another and both reassured, you know, that, that they, they were still safe and still good. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just a really wonderful thing to witness. And that was a team approach where it's just like, I have a client that has a need and, and we can, we can meet that need. So it was what a sweet. great story. Yeah. What a great story. Yeah. We, I think we all think in our mind, right, to uh, have a, a great experience, you need to spend a bunch of money, you need to do these big, huge things, and literally by you and someone else orchestrating a FaceTime conversation, you put a smile on someone's face and uh, change their perspective, hopefully not just for the day, but for days on end, you helped them out just by orchestrating something that didn't cost a single penny. Um, not just being, a single just penny. Being, just being thoughtful. Right. Yeah. yeah. Trying to put yourself in their situation. Yeah, right. that's pretty, pretty neat. Well, um, Aaron, maybe you could share um, some resources with us, with our listeners. You know, when you meet a patient, whether it's their family or whether it is the patient directly, is there any resources that you lean on that you uh, recommend to people? Well, it depends on what the situation is, right? Um, oftentimes, we receive phone calls wherein Let's say it's a couple, an elderly couple. Uh, one spouse has been diagnosed with dementia um, in general, but let's say Alzheimer's specifically. The husband is the one that's serving as the caregiver, the primary care partner. He's worn out. Uh, he himself is starting to experience some health challenges. So they will reach out to us to assist with caregiving, the non-medical piece. Let's come in and provide respite for four hours or, or what have you. So so the husband can go out and play a round of golf 
or be a part of the men's support group where at his church or what have you. Or the caregiver, our caregiver, can go and, and do the grocery shopping, run in the errands, things like that that can provide some respite. That speaks volumes. But let's say that the physician has phoned us and they just saw this this client, this couple. So they have shared with the couple, I have a great company that I, you know, partner with or they're a great resource. They have care management. They also have non-medical caregivers available. Do you mind if I give them a call and have them reach out to you? Um, and because from a care management standpoint, what we can do as care managers is help that, that husband. We can take husband and wife to the next medical appointment. If the husband is thinking, I'm not getting all of the information the doctor is providing me at this visit, then we as care managers can literally sit in on that appointment with him and basically be the extra set of eyes and ears and hands and feet, right? Mm -hmm. And it always helps to have that extra set of professional ears hearing the message and then just put it in layman's terms what is taking place and what is the plan of care what's the next step now um, if I find out that our client let's say is having challenges managing their checkbook well of course there are resources right like mm -hmm. yourself then we're going to make a suggestion um, or if I find out that they do not have, um, they need to update their will. And I'm not talking about just their living will, but also their estate will. Then we will reach out to uh, attorneys, estate attorneys and all that specialize in elder law care. And then we'll make those recommendations. Wow, so. that's great. Well. I might need to bring you to my next doctor's appointment because as it usually goes, I go to the appointment and my wife asked me what they said and I, I mumble and grumble and I have no idea what I'm supposed to translate to her. So I could probably use you. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm more than happy, but I have a feeling your wife would be the preferred person in that room with you. But um, yeah, not a problem. I'll be more than happy to help you in whatever capacity we can do that within reason. I'm sure though on a, um, on a more um, honest level though, but I'm sure you have those seniors that live in middle Tennessee that the family is somewhere else and they're getting about 20 to 25% of the story that that's where something you could go to be that care manager to go see the doctor, translate to the family and kind of coordinate all that. I'm sure that's you're in that situation quite often. That is exactly right, Matt. I have a, a client right now. She's currently at a senior living community the daughter resides in California, so I am like the daughter by proxy, so to speak. Mm. And so I have weekly visits with my client at the senior living community. I attend the care plan meetings that are held on a consistent basis. My client actually is, we're prepping her for surgery. Okay. And um, so I've been doing the legwork and coordinating with the surgeon's office the senior living community, the memory care director, that team there, and then also relaying that information to the daughter. Meanwhile, the daughter is still healthcare power of attorney, but I'm boots on the ground here. So we're in constant communication. Some individuals, Matt, have likened care management to like being a quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, I liken it to being an air traffic controller. 
Okay. Right? Because in the air traffic controller, I could say that because my brother-in-law has since retired, nice. but he was an air traffic controller. But um, up in the tower, you have a lot of things going on, and you see things that people on the ground are not aware of. And so as a care manager, having the resources and kind of behind-the-scenes things, we – I can kind of help navigate and try to um, not, I don't have the glass, you know, the crystal ball. We don't have the crystal ball, but we can help negate unnecessary bumps in the road, mm-hmm. unnecessary surprises. Yeah. So that's, that's our role. We want to make this, this, um, you know, transition as smooth as possible. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, yeah. trust me, getting older is not easy. And for years, Matt, I'd heard, Oh, you know, Getting older is not for the faint of heart, and that is so true. No pun intended. I mean, truly, you have to continue to take care of yourself as you get older. Yeah. Well, that's a great role to play um, just because not – you would think – we all think that, right, once we do something with a doctor, it goes into the system, and every other doctor is alerted, and when you go from doctor to doctor, everyone knows what's going on. But uh, as you well know, and I think the world's starting to learn that the systems don't talk to each other, and that's what you are. You can be that system for the patient, so you know the th- full 360, 360 degree situation. True. Right, and that's where our nurse care managers come into play, too, from a medication management standpoint. That's very helpful. But let me just say, kudos to the, the men and women, the doctors, the nurses, all of the individuals, the therapists. Every individual within a hospital or healthcare setting, everyone is doing the best they can, mm-hmm. especially since COVID. We're all still trying to pick up the pieces and making yeah. the best of a crummy situation. We've learned a lot. Um, but again, I think that's really enhanced the care that Arosa provides via the integrated care management model. Because we rely on our caregivers that are in the home with our clients to be our eyes and ears mm-hmm. when we as care managers are not there and vice versa. So it really is, can be, and is a beautiful model when it's worked well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and again, like yourself, we reach out to resources. We do not claim to be a one size fits all. We are not that way. We want to, we customize our care plan according to what the client's need is. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And it's important. very fluid, right? I mean, it's very fluid. It can change from week to week, depending on what, what transpired. A client may have, um, you know, had recently had a fall coming out of rehab. And so the care plan prior to rehab is going to look very different in three months now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to have to work accordingly. Yeah, completely makes sense. You know, that's kind of, that's what we like to do is the way we feel as well as assess the situation and give the proper advice. So we, just like you, you know, it doesn't matter what our objective is or our plan, it's what the client's plan is. So, you know, where we come in as a resource, we'll look at their situation and analyze would it make more sense, you know, financially, not everything you've mentioned is covered by insurance, right? Not everyone knows that, especially the in-home care, the non-medical piece is normally out of pocket unless they have the long-term care. So we'll come in and analyze, would it make sense to do a home equity line of credit, have to pay monthly payments? Would it make sense to do a 30-year fixed regular mortgage and make the payments? Would it make more sense to uh, try the new and improved reverse mortgage that's taken over by FHA, where 
you don't have to make a monthly payment. Um, but most people don't know that you still own your house and your kids can still inherit the house. So it's it's funny, we deal with that quite often when people say, well, what's that loan you're talking about where there's no monthly payment? And then I'll explain to you, say, well, that sounds good. I'll do that one, but I don't want a reverse mortgage. And then I'll explain to them, well, that's the new iteration of a reverse mortgage. You know, you still own your house. You still just have a lien on title, but you don't have to make a payment if you don't want to. And then you can afford to pay someone like Aaron's company to have a caregiver come in and stay with you five, six, seven, eight hours a day so you don't get hurt. That's exactly right. And it's a continual educational opportunity for all of us when we are working with, with seniors, with families. And, you know, kudos to you and, and to your team because when you're talking about an individual's finances, that is a very personal thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, taking talking about an individual's health, that's very personal. And likewise, so is a financial. Very personal. So I know you don't you don't take it for granted. It is an, it's an honor to be in this individual's life. And um, so we, we uh, hold that very, very, mm -hmm. it's a sacred space, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Erin, um, if someone's watching and they maybe you, what you do, maybe not be something to help them immediately, but they may know other people in their life or other people yeah. in the senior living world. I guess, what would be a good person to uh, forward this video or the audio to? Like, where do most of your referrals, I guess you could say, of your patients that you meet, where do most of them come from so they could maybe find some good contacts for you? Great question. They come from word of mouth, from, okay. you know, their neighbors, um, people at the country club, their golf, golf club, the bridge club, but also the physicians. So I certainly would encourage them forward this to their church members, um, anyone that, that um, you know, if they have a loved one that's experienced frequent hospitalizations, um, they're alone now, they're widow, widowers, um, frequent falls, anybody that's in a vulnerable situation, um, they can reach out to us, you know, with the ROSA. I mean, we are 24-7. We are nationwide. Um, here in uh, the Middle Tennessee area, we have offices in Brentwood, Murfreesboro, Shelbyville, and Clarksville. But you can give us a call. May I go ahead and give the number? Go ahead. Six, yeah, 615-595-8929. You call that number, and regardless of which office we're in, we'll connect you to the right, to the right office, to the appropriate party. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And what, uh, how far do, how far do you go out? What counties all do you touch? Oh my goodness. Again, so we're, we're in the middle Tennessee area. So we'll go as far as, you know, in Shelbyville, we'll, what we won't go as we'll go into Tullahoma, that area. I'm thinking in Clarksville, of course, they cover Ashland city, the Cheatham okay. County, Dixon area. And in our Brentwood office, you know, we'll go up as far north, as far as into the Sumner County, and then Murfreesboro is the Rutherford uh, area. So we'll Lebanon. We'll go. We'll go where the client needs us. Now that being said, if for whatever reason, due to the time or due to the circumstances, it's been a crisis in whatever we're fully booked, which is a great dilemma to be in. We have wonderful partners that we collaborate with. We are all in this together. 
Uh, competition is great, Matt, but collaboration is even better when you mm -hmm. have the client at the center of that need. Mm -hmm. So we want to be able to accommodate and fill that need. So um, we will make the appropriate calls, and we'll help you find the, find the right fit and get those needs met. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. It's all about it's all about teamwork. And as long as you keep the the main thing, the main thing, which is the, the patient and client's health, it'll all work out for you in the end. Right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We're yep. here to help, not to yes. hurt. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? No, I think you've done a great job and I appreciate you asking and, and being curious about what Arosa does and how we can help others in need. So thank you. Gotcha. Well, thank you for being here and hope to have you back in the future and hope to see you out at the net, next work net next networking event sometime soon. Out and about, hitting the road. That's right. Yeah. Helping others in need. That's, That's right. so cool. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. It's been a pleasure being here. Thanks for Thanks having you, me. Aaron. Yes, ma'am. And thank you for watching the Serving Senior Podcast, the podcast where we highlight people like Aaron that help seniors not just get by not just survive, but thrive in retirement. So thanks again. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, home of Retirement Mortgage Solutions. And we really do appreciate you checking out the Serving Seniors podcast today. Now, please go to the description down in the body uh, of the podcast where you can subscribe to get future shows. Please click that notification button so you get notified when other shows drop. And also if you can go to servingseniorspodcast.com and we'd love to hear a comment about our show. We have a heart to serve seniors and we have a heart to make sure seniors don't just survive retirement, don't just get by in retirement. We want to show seniors how to thrive in retirement. So if you know of anyone that's 55 and older that could use some extra cash flow. Maybe the retirement's not going the way that they like. Our retirement mortgage solutions are designed for folks, depending on the state, they're either 55 or 62 and older to make sure that they have that kind of retirement that they want. As long as they own a home and they're in a good equity position, there could be some solutions that they may not have thought about, or maybe they thought of and they just didn't know how they work. That's what we do. So anyone in that age group that could use some mortgage advice, my team and I would love to be able to help them. Thanks again and look forward to seeing you on the next show. Have a great day.